No, please, you tell them. We see Sarah. A pale blue smoke rises from her mouth and nose as she collapses onto the ground. Ray, we see you exhale a final breath, pale and blue from your mouth and nostrils as you collapse to the floor beneath you. Seeb, you notice the distinct tinge of fey magic. We were either abducted by aliens in the simulation, or we died in the car chase. Ray, Sarah, we are not in a simulation, and we are not ghosts. We are inside of the mind of your friend Ari. Yeah, what exactly does that mean? The sign says Montauk Point. This isn't far from where Ari grew up. Trick or treat! This is my worst nightmare. (laughs) There is a hound sitting patiently at Agent Tate's leg. Is that your partner? You could say that. A round in the gauntlet will straighten you out. Ray, you see Peg, and you see Rooster, and they are both tied to heavy weights against the bottom of this lake. Sarah, you can see your father, and you can see Helen, stepping towards him, something silhouetted in hand. I'm gonna try to tackle Helen. You just hear a crack as her head hits the pavement, and then you are there again, standing on the bridge, and you can see your father, and you can see Helen. Great. Stepping towards him. This is great. Something this silhouetted is fantastic. in you tumble out of this passage. The devil is not alone, as you can see them devouring your companion. Major, I can't, I can't believe I lost you again. None of, none of it's real, man. This ain't real. Sarah's just shaking. And then with a crash, the wall of the infirmary bursts open. And as the smoke clears from this wall coming down, you see Loretta in her full monstrous form most angry look you have ever seen on her face. Suited Ari has just come flying through the wall. The smoke has now cleared, and you see Loretta in her full gator form standing right outside the wall. In this moment, you start to hear what sounds like rain on the roof of the infirmary. You just hear it slowly tapping, 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 and then it gets louder and louder. And you can see outside that there is something falling from the sky, but it's not rain. It is these little cellophane-wrapped candies falling from the sky. Oh, boy. Loretta looks at Ari laying in the rubble and looks at the three of you and says, I don't know how you got in here, but you better leave because it's about to get real nasty. Uh, Ray? Uh, Mama? You see, Loretta immediately looks at you, and in this moment you realize that you are tangible in this memory. You ain't my boy. Uh, it's 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 me, Ray. I'm 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 Ray. Ray, Ray, remember, it, this ain't this ain't your mama. This is this is her as as Ari remembered. What's what's happening here? I think we should do what the nice lady says. Don't do I have my medallion on me right now? Still. Mm. Did you have it on when you fell asleep? 
I definitely had it with me when all this happened. Right, because this was right after you were sitting with the egg, which you just had the conversation with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, so I, yeah right? so I definitely had it on me. Mm -hmm. So did that come with me here? Is that like, do I have that on me? Hmm. Good question, because you're in the suit. You don't have your clothes. I have an idea. I want you to roll plus weird. Okay. That is a 10. Okay. Where's my move here? Or actually, that's actually that's a nine. Sorry. Okay. So you look down and you open up the top few buttons on your dress shirt and there is no medallion inside. Okay. Loretta starts to take a few steps over the broken wall and into the room where you all are. And then you see the rebar from the broken wall. You see ice beginning to form on it. And as she steps through, it wraps around her arms and around her legs. And you can see this cold starting to squeeze and burn through her skin as it starts to pull her arms and legs in either direction, holding her in the rubble to the broken wall. And that's when you all notice Ari, who is now sitting up, his hand gestured towards her, and his eyes are an icy blue. It's almost as if a cold breeze is blowing past him, even though you feel nothing, and you see his hands are covered in frost. Loretta begins to just wince and scream in pain. Ari, what the hell are you doing? Ari turns his head looking at you, and you can see this frost is starting to build over his cheeks and over his eyebrows and onto his face. And he opens his mouth to speak, and you see a mouth full of pointed icicles opening wider than a human's mouth should and just rows and rows of these frozen icicles in his mouth as he just lets out this... <sighs> And you can feel the cold air coming from his mouth as he does this. I think Ray's gonna attack, try to tackle Ari. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Roll kicks a mass. Roll, yeah, that's what it's called. Roll kicks a mass. That is a 10. Well, that should probably do it, right? What's your extra effect? Hmm. Hmm. I would like to force them where I want them. Which is where? Uh, I guess pinned to the ground. I'm really just trying to distract him from whatever spell I think he's casting. Okay. Um, is anyone else doing it. anything in this moment? I am just watching because I am very confused. So, Ray Ray, you see what Ari is doing to Loretta and you just tackle him straight into this pile of rubble that he's sitting up on trying to distract him from the spell he's casting. Do you do harm? Is it just like one harm? Yeah, I don't know how cause I'm tackling works. I'm literally just trying to tackle. So, I'm not like using my claws or biting or anything. You tackle him into this rubble, and Sieve and Sarah, you can see that the cold seems to dissipate from the rebar holding Loretta down. It's just now solid rebar holding her. And Ray, you get on top of Ari, and he looks at you, and from within this burst of cold magic exudes from him, almost pushing you off of him, and all of you in the room take two harm. Hmm as you just feel your core temperatures drop and your fingers begin to frost as this burst of magical cold energy just explodes out of Ari. Well, then I'm unstable. Well, I take three because it's cold. Sure is. Um, but I am going to heal that because I didn't realize how much harm I have. 
Well, I'm going to try to heal that. Um, uh, I rolled a 10 for healing. Yeah, so that is plus three. Don't you have to roll to use your powers when there's cold around you? Uh, yes, yes I do, actually. So you can keep your 10 for the heal if you pass this? Mm, okay, so this is an act under pressure. Yeah. And that is, yeah, that's a that's also a 10. That's, that's right. the same exact roll. So take your 10s, you can do your healing, and you can all hear this pitter-patter of the falling candies outside is just getting louder and louder and you can look outside it looks like a cellophane downpour agent green this is your superior agent tate of the fae and i am ordering you to stand down see if you can see ari's face through ray ray tackling him and there is very little left of the agent you know in here there is now frozen blood coming out of his nose and you can see these icicle teeth inside his mouth he is just snarling and trying to bite at ray ray on top of him sarah ray ray whatever is doing this to the ari that you know it's that's that's it we we got to figure out how to deal with this thing hmm. let's see but i i'd like to try and heal sarah because I see that she's pretty bad. I, I would see that you're unstable, right? Yeah, I've probably, like, collapsed. Damn, yeah. Try it. Okay, I'll take my chalk and sort of draw a healing rune. Um, You know, the same rune that you might have seen Ari do in the past, but it's uh, Seeb's deep purple color. That's a five and a dang, plus... Three, so nine. What's your glitch? Um, penis fingers. I was it's penis fingers. <laughs> it's penis God fingers. <laughs> I'm going to say the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Okay, I love that. So, Sarah, you feel the warmth in this cold room of Seeb's healing magic begin to take effect, and you heal one harm. You kind of open your eyes, looking at Seeb, and then he is knocked away from you as Loretta has ripped out of her holdings and has barreled her way into Sieb, seeing him do magic. Oh, Jesus And she has kind of pushed you now, Sieb, up against one of the medical tables in the infirmary. Wow. She's just snarling at you. Hey, you keep that magic shit out of here. And she's going to try to bring both her hands down on you. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to try and actually just kind of roll out of the way. Okay, act under pressure. Did Seed know Loretta? He did not, right? Not very well, no. Yeah, I think he probably knew of her. Yeah, he might have a basic understanding, but... But she definitely sees that we are here, right? Yep, you like are a, tangible. The... Okay. Yeah, she looked right at Ray, and now she's attacking Seed. Yeah. And you're all wearing suits like the guy who just attacked her, so... Ooh... That is an 11 plus zero is 11. (laughs) (laughs) So she brings up her two arms to just smash them down upon you while you're pushed up against this table and you are able to roll beneath her legs and you hear her just crunching through this. Her hands come down and you just hear them destroy this medical table that you were standing in front of. 
she turns quickly and looks at Sarah on the ground, and she's going to try to bite you, Sarah. Oh, great. I... What are you doing? Well, I really wanted to try to jump towards this Ari Mm -hmm. and try to lay on hands to see if it's something I can, like, take out of him. Well, let me lunge back over and try and defend her attack then, because I would like to try and protect you. Yeah, because if she bites me, I'm dead. (laughs) Maybe I see you trying to make this move, and I kind of get over there. Yeah, you're right behind her, Seed, if you want to try to protect her, if you want to try to get in the way or distract Loretta, you can do that. Roll protect someone. Yeah, I'm going to draw the katana and just try and block her teeth. Mm. But I am going to roll a six. Go ahead and mark experience. (laughs) Can I help in some way? Can I use the power of heart? I don't know how I would. I don't know all your moves. Power of heart. When fighting a monster, if you help someone, don't roll plus cool. You automatically help as though you'd rolled a 10. But I don't know how I would help. You give me an idea, I'll let you do it. I mean, I can somehow distract her, but... Well, she's coming at you. You're already distracting her. She's trying to nom in that sweet Sarah meat. And Ray Ray said mom, mama to her, right? Yep. So me saying her name or acknowledging that I know her is not going to phase her, I don't think. You could also distract her by... You know that she knows your father. That's true. <laughs> Loretta, we're from the future. <laughs> from the future. <laughs> I mean, Ian's just trying to protect you right now. Well, yeah, and I want him to protect me, so I want to yeah, help. So, I mean, you don't really have time for, like, a conversation. You just got to think of something that you would be able to do that would assist him in protecting you. You could also, like, just do, like, like shoot at her to throw like, her off or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like shoot or something. I was trying to think of one, like, sentence that would, like, Martha! slow her down. Or Steve could just get bit. I actually, so check this out. I actually will, Katie, I will not take harm from that. This is very meta, but I will not take harm because uh, I have one armor. I take one less harm when I suffer harm. And I have shield spell, which means when I'm protecting someone, I gain two armor against any harm that's transferred. Oh, yeah, then you're fine. I don't even do shit. Pretty pretty swole here. Someone tell me what Loretta's bite does. 45 damage. Uh... It's not as strong as mine. Yeah. Wow, rude. It's probably three harm. Or, What's yours, yeah, five? It's, it, it's uh, just three harm, I believe. Is it? Yeah. As the red is coming down to bite you, Sarah, Seeb, you draw your katana, and you make a glancing blow against Loretta, who flinches away from Sarah, but turns to you and just brings a bite down hard on your arm for three harm. You see sort of the runes on my, like... It's similar to Ari's suit, I think, where you can't see runes on it unless it gets hit. And then there's like runes that appear and sort of shield the damage. So, yes, her teeth bite into the sleeve of your suit here. And then it, they're almost repelled as she just kind of blows back from this bite, shaking her snout and just kind of spitting out these remnants of magic. And you can see your suit is unharmed. Ray Ray, what are you doing here? Or Sarah, one of you. I want to try to lay on hands Ari. Is Ray Ray like Ray Ray tackled him? Yes, Ray Ray is Yeah, I've got him pinned to the ground. Yeah, he's kind of okay. in a pile of rubble and Ray Ray's doing his best to keep him down. Ari is fighting back though. 
just kind of snapping okay. these icicle teeth. If Ray Ray has him pinned down, can I like what I imagine is Ari is like laying on the ground and Ray Ray is on top of him. Mm. Like on. they're both they're parallel. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. then I go on the other side and like grab both sides of Ari's face or something mm-hmm. and try to lay on hands. I love that. So you run down and put your hands on either side of Ari's head on his temples and he looks up at you and you guys kind of catch eyes for a moment looking into this icy blue facade of his eyes and I need you to roll weird. Oh, great. It's a seven. Just a seven. I have nothing to add to that. So, Sarah, you kind of feel a shiver run down your spine as you put your hands on Ari's temples here. Go ahead and roll your lay on hands. It is very good. It's an 11. So what does that do? So on a plus 10, heal two harm or an illness, plus they're stabilized. So my thought is that this is like a disease or something inside of him. So you start to ignite with this red electricity going down your arms, and you follow it with your eyes from your shoulders down to your arms, and you look at your hands, and your hands are around Ray Ray's head. And you're casting the spell into Ray Ray, who is now beneath Ari, and Ari is on top of Ray Ray, holding him down. Ray, you can take your healing or your stabilization, whatever you need from Sarah's <laughs> well, spell. You're welcome. Take the healing. How many? How much was it? <laughs> Two. And you're stabilized if you weren't. Well, I at least don't have harm now. That's good. <laughs> and now you can, you have a better view of Ari now that he's up and on top of Ray Ray. And there is very little of Ari left. A lot of his skin is now this sort of icy, chitinous, hard, almost bark made out of ice. You can see it down into his hands through his suit. His hair is standing up and getting this blue-white tint, and his eyes are just pouring this almost dry ice-like smoke, and you just see blue. So I I see this, and I don't feel like this is Ari. So I'm just going to pull my gun out and put it right to his forehead. Are you shooting? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sarah, roll kick some ass. All right. Let's hope you don't fail. I hope I don't. Could be funny. It's a seven. Wow. I mean, how do you fail? It's like point blank. Sure, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sarah, you pull the trigger and everybody in the room kind of recoils for a second as the shell drops onto the floor and you see in front of you there is this blue open hole in... Ari's head and it just starts to drip this dark blue blood down his face that it freezes mid drip as it gets to his nose and then his eyes light up for a moment and he lunges at you with his icicle teeth and bites into your shoulder and that is three harm as he jams these icicles into your shoulder this is where pain dies Wild bite. I am one away. Wild bite. I think I only have one left. It's literally it's literally raining wild bites. Oh yeah, it's yeah. literally waiting. <laughs> waiting. It's waiting wild it's bites. It's waiting wild bites. <laughs> Ray, this creature stands up over you, almost lifting Sarah with its jaws. I say this creature because it is no longer resembling Ari, other than the suit. It is this 
blue icy monstrosity what's everyone doing how's everyone feeling i mean all i can think is i just want to keep attacking it but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i don't love that i don't there's think... roles to find out things you guys could investigate or read a bad situation or say he's biting sarah mm-hmm. is there like a wall we're close to you're in the infirmary so there is only one wall missing, and that was the one I already got thrown through. I want to get him off of Sarah and try to pin him against the wall. Roll protects the one, right? That is a 12. No, I, my chart doesn't even go that high. You don't have advanced, do you? On a 10 plus, you get an extra choice here. I would like to hold the enemy back. Wonderful. So you pull Ari off of Sarah and pin him against the wall. And when you do, you see the blue flash of his eyes look directly into yours, and I need you to roll weird. Okay. Do I take off all of that? Take off the three harm. Okay. You feel the chill of these icicles, Sarah, about to bite down on your neck as Ari is pulled away from you by Ray Ray, who pins him up against the wall. Ray Ray, again, this burst of cold energy is going to come from Ari's midsection and just ripple its way through the room around you and everybody again is going to take two harm two harm is that that's me too it's it's an area effect sure so yeah it is everyone great including loretta who you see starts to like go down on one knee with this cold around her cool okay and ray ray you have already pinned up against the wall you can see these icicle teeth are starting to elongate to the point where they don't even fit in his mouth anymore and he is just snapping at you and trying to get out of your hold. This this ain't real. Dun, 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 dun. That's not Ari. <laughs> this ain't real. Dun, 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 dun. Ice Ice Baby is still playing in the background. Yep, that's a very long song. <laughs> Under pressure. Yep, close enough. Somebody smashed that phone box. Ari, it's time for you to wake up. You are all trespassing. These memories are mine. Who are you? Ray, you see this flash of blue light from his eyes as he looks directly into yours, and I need you to roll plus weird. Nope. That is a seven. Mm. You get lost in this gaze for a moment and then realize that you are being held up against the wall and Ari is pinning your arms. I... like this move. (laughs) (laughs) Ari, it's time to wake up. You didn't put me through all this for all this, for just for this bullshit. Wake the hell up. Sarah, Seeb, you all see Ari pinned up against the wall? Or you all see Ray pinned up against the wall? Uh, Excuse me. I'm sort of, I, I mean, I just got bit by Loretta, so I don't imagine I can do anything until I reckon with that situation. Sure. But I would turn to, I would say to Loretta something... Your name is is Loretta, yes. We're we're not your enemy. We're trying to we're trying to get this guy out of here just as much as you are. Roll manipulate someone. Oh shoot, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, eight minus one is a seven. They'll do it, but only if you do something right now to show them you mean it. <laughs> Okay, you said I have access to all of my weapons, not just my sword, right? Yes, yeah, my yeah. Plan. 
My playbook affords me a, a few weapons as the wronged. Seeb's going to take out his hunting rifle, which just kind of appears out of nowhere, you know, as if he's just pulling it from a bag of holding. And I'm going to take aim at the back of Ari. And fire. And, uh, yeah. And I'm going to fire off a shot as long as Loretta doesn't interfere. No, she is very interested in what you're doing. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kick some ass. Six. Nine. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, for what it's worth, it's like a sort of a weathered hunting rifle that looks like it might still be the one that he had as a farmer in the 1800, in the late 1800s. Awesome. How much harm does it do? Two harm, far, loud. Okay. You fire the shot directly into this Ari's back, and you see it tear right through the suit, and you see that drip of blue ichor start to drip down and then immediately freeze on the back of the suit. And at this point, you can all hear screams and shouts from outside, and you can see... You can see humans running, children all around the retreat, and you also see minotaurs and strange beasts from the wild, fairies. They're all flying around in a panic at the sound of this gunshot. Ari drops Ray Ray down off of the wall and onto the ground and turns towards you, Seeb. He quickly fans out his arm, extending it towards you, releasing this icicle in your direction. It's about the size of a bowling pin flying through the air at you, and it hits directly into your chest, and you're going to take three harm. Okay. So Loretta looks at you and just nods knowingly at you, and she takes off towards this Ari. But before she can reach him, again, out of the rubble, these bits of rebar wrap around her legs, and she just collapses to the floor, stopped in her tracks as these rebar start to freeze around her ankles. Ari starts to slowly walk towards you, Seeb. I mean, now I think I'm actually just going to start attacking him. That makes sense. No, no more. No more tackles. Are you doing it as a human? Your mother is on the ground in danger. She has cold on her, making her weaker. Ray is going while he's walking away from him. Ray would like to just stand up and turn him around like whip him around to look at me mm-hmm. and then I would like to grab him by the neck mm-hmm. and then I want to get pissed and use shapeshifter and just turn into my cater nice so you step behind Ari and put your hand on his shoulder spinning him around as he's walking towards Seeb you put your hand on his neck and his legs start to, or his feet start to lift off of the ground as you grow and change into your gator form, lifting him up by his throat. And I would like to bite him. Mmm. Roll kicks him ass. In the neck, which actually, I guess, if I'm doing shapeshifter, I'd probably need to act under pressure. Oh, because it's cold. Sure. So roll act under pressure to try to pull off the shapeshift since it is so cold. Yeah. That is. A eight. I think we agreed that successes are successes, right? Yeah. For this? Even mixed successes? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. So, you're gonna bite him or I'll kick some ass? Yeah. Uh, that is a ten. Okay. And, you know what? Fuck it, committing to it. I'm going to inflict terrible harm. 
Mm, what does that do all day? So that will be five harm, ignore armor. Oh yeah, baby. Okay, now we're getting, now we're cooking with grease, everybody. <laughs> you close your jaws violently on Ari's neck and shoulder, and you can feel yourself breaking through this icy chitinous shell that is all around him. You can taste, it's almost like you've tasted blood, you've bit things before, but this is like a slushy of blood in your mouth. And Ari tilts his head back, and it looks as if he's going to let out a scream, but he lets out this blue vapor that just pours from his eyes and his nose and his mouth up towards the ceiling, just kind of dissipating. And he is again just going to burst from the center, this wave of cold that goes throughout the room, dropping from your hand onto the ground, still bleeding this blue, but you're all going to take two harm again. I'm dead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to heal that. Uh, so I'm going to act under pressure. I'm dying. Which is a 10. So, and now I roll to heal. Oh, God. <laughs> and oh, now yeah. Ray's dying. We're all dying. What happened? Uh, that's snake eyes. Hmm. Cool. What happens? It gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we have to die. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. What harm are you at? That will put me at one away from dying. Cool. And you're unstable? Yeah. I am. I'm going to reach in my jacket and pull out the handful of wild bites that I got from those trick-or-treaters, and I'm going to throw a few towards Sarah and, uh, and Ray Ray. You do that. Skillfully. <laughs> this isn't ideal, but you have to take the wild bites. We have to get out of here alive. If you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm going to take a wild bite. I got no other options, baby. All right, well, I'm sending you the new wild light, the wilder God. bites list. God damn it. <laughs> what? I, I changed my mind. So much like before, you can, on a 13 plus, you choose two benefits. On a 10 to 12, two benefits and a wilder effect. On a 7 to 9, you choose one benefit. For the wilder effects, you have to roll a d6. So there are whole new benefits and whole new wilder effects on these. So go ahead and roll weird. This will sting. Uh, there's no way I'm going to roll a 13 because I have plus zero. So. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I bet it's great. It's an eight. Could be worse. On a seven to nine, you're going to choose one of the benefits and roll a wilder effect. So choose one benefit, roll the d6, and I will choose an additional wilder effect. So you choose the wilder effect. I do, because I'm God. Okay, but I can choose one of the benefits. You get to choose one of the benefits, and then you roll a d6 for your wilder effect. Would you like to read all of these for the audience? So the benefits are, this will sting, you heal three harm, but gain a gnarly runic scar. There is magical healing, which stabilizes your wounds. It's kicking in. You take plus one ongoing. There is fighting ring, Ari, where you add plus one tough and the strange dangers move. Strange dangers means you are always watching for hazards. When you have no armor, you still count as having one armor. Oh, stranger danger. <laughs> 
There is temporarily gain use magic as your weird move. And there is 2020 Ari, where you take plus one weird and you get the enchanted clothing move. Your suit is enchanted. Take minus one harm to any source that tries to get you get at you through the garment. Oh, so it's all based around Ari's moves. It mm. is all based around Ari's moves since That's we're awesome. in Ari's psyche. I mean, I think I have to choose this. We'll sting, heal three harm, but gain a gnarly runic scar because I don't really have an option. <laughs> I'm dying. And you were hit by the cold, so... Go ahead and roll your d6, and then we'll play it all out at once. That's a four? Oh, my favorite. I bet they're all your favorite. Raccoon attack? Is that really (laughs) what I'm just (laughs) God damn it. Okay. (laughs) Is that really it, or do you pick it? Uh, I picked the other one. So what's going to happen here? You're going to heal your three harm. You can go ahead and do that. Okay. And then you see on your hands where this frostbite was starting to kick in from all of these blasts of cold magic, your fingers just start to scar with these tiny runes. They look much like Ari's healing runes, but they're very small and just kind of covering your hands. Cool. <laughs> all of you, Seeb, Ray, Loretta, and this frozen Ari are all looking at you, and you're looking at your hands, and you notice they don't quite look like your hands anymore and you all see that sitting now where sarah was is ari but he has these fake whiskers painted on his face and little cat ears on his head god damn it i'm cat ear ari you are cat ear ari and you start to kind of gain a sense of self when out of one of the cabinets comes bursting a feral raccoon that oh, just Jesus immediately Christ. latches onto your face and you're going to take one harm, ignore armor. Oh, here's where the silly has come out. <laughs> Here it is. This raccoon just latches onto you, but you're able to knock it off and it hisses and scurries out through the broken wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> tonight no <laughs> let's talk about twitter <laughs> okay you can find us there <laughs> as always we want to thank you for listening to our show and apologize for it i want to say sorry for my husband <laughs> he'll never apologize find us on twitter and instagram at tiktok <laughs> Oh, not at TikTok. At TikTok. You can find us at Shrimp and Chris. <laughs> I have a new announcement to make. Uh, we want your postcards. We have these wonderful Shrimp and Crits Gullicochica postcards designed by Davin Gerber. And if you send us a postcard from where you're from, uh, we'll send you one back. You can send it to the P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee. 37206. Make sure to tell us who your favorite character is, and you just might get a postcard from that character. Isn't that fun, guys? <laughs>
Is it fun guys like mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, call me Mr. Mushroom because I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I just think it's so cool that we have listeners from all over the world and we want crazy postcards to collect. That sounds like fun. And pictures of your babies. Nope. No. We don't want those. Katie, that was very creepy. I like babies. Send us your children. My baby wants to start a podcast with fellow podcast babies. Can you? you? Oh, oops, all babies. That would be a great episode. Oops, all babies. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. Gab, why don't you introduce our promo for the week? You might be interested to know that our promo this week is Bring Your Own Mech. You can find them on Beep Twitter boop. at OwnMech. They are an all-queer Lancer actual play podcast. Beep Friend boop. of the show, Reed, is the GM for that game, and it is a ton of fun. Robots. Yeah, if you like space adventure and mech fighting, it is the show for you. I love space. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving that in for sure. <laughs> 100%. Passengers, remain calm and please stay in your seats. We are experiencing pirate activity. Oh, there's just some, um, something happening. Oh, um, what? Them. Um, them. Oh, no. At the outer edges of space, where union is but a whisper, humanity scrapes together a living amongst the stars. This is the story of four Lancers, talented pilots of mechanized chassis from all corners of the known universe, thrown together by circumstance and destiny... And credits. Follow Matcha, Moxie, Roadkill, and Silver, led by me, Reed, your game master, through the Lancer System, a mud and laser style anime mecha RPG. I hope they brought some printers with them, because this is Bring Your Own Mech, an actual play Lancer podcast, and batteries are not included. Follow my heading, and I'll see you there. You can come chat with us on our channel of the Cast Junkie Discord. You can find mm-hmm. us on Cast Junkie, partner. Which you can find a link in our show notes. We do weekly mm-hmm. listening, well, bi-weekly ah. listening parties. We <laughs> 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 <Screamed> have by. <laughs> bye. Bi-weekly listening. God, stop making me laugh. Katie wants everyone bye. to know that she's bi. <laughs> Oh, so we're done now? All right, goodbye. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we do bi-weekly listening parties. We have great conversations about absolute nonsense. And sometimes <laughs> our friend and artist friend... Our friend and artist... <laughs> friend, <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> our friend and artist... Our friend and artist, Davin, sometimes does live art streams. A fan art of the show. Yeah, they're not just like... <laughs> It's just he's, he's doing modern art. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think of Van Gogh. <laughs> Dumb. Speaking of Davin, he has just released a synthwave remix of the Shrimp and Crits theme song. If you want to find that, you can find it on, I believe, all major music streaming surfaces under the band name T-R-A-C-I-D. And you can find it at tracid.bandcamp.com backslash track 
backslash shrimp hyphen crits hyphen theme hyphen synthwave hyphen remix. <laughs> it is an absolute banger. And if you like our theme song, you should give this a listen. And if you haven't already, you can rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. And we would really like it if you did. Preferably five stars. Click the five one or don't click at all. We'll find you. <laughs> well, that's that's unnecessary. I prefer 10 stars. You can't do that. Before we go, I want to just say thank you to Ian, Katie, and Ryan, as well as everybody listening, for giving me the chance to run this series of games for Shrimp and Crits. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, you didn't have a choice. We kind of thrust it upon you. Sometimes greatness is thrust upon you, Ryan. Thrust. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, where's that blooper? I just want to thank everybody for giving me the opportunity to run these games. It has been amazing. It was a joy to play in my own campaign. A very unique pleasure. You done good, partner. You <laughs> Cowboy <laughs> Ryan is back. I had nightmares for weeks. We have a super special <laughs> Halloween episode that will be out on October 30th, so you can check it out uh, on Halloween and before. And then it's back to our regular bi-weekly release on Mondays. Is our next one really Halloween? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome. <laughs> All right, and with that, <laughs> back to the episode. I apologize for my Ari impression in this mm. episode. <laughs> you should apologize to me. Sorry, Ari. squad uh, i would like to now sort of draw while this is all going on in front of me and the ice ari is occupied by mm-hmm. um by my gator friend sieb is going to i'm i'm gonna take my chalk and i'm going to draw small scrying runes kind of all around me in the air in seemingly random directions um and i'm trying to uh essentially investigate a mystery um just trying to see if i can figure out what you know how to deal with this magic because i don't think that just brute force killing this thing is going to do the deed here okay so you want to roll and investigate a mystery correct not to use magic okay roll investigate a mystery yeah yeah that's just flavor to yeah yeah sure just make sure trigger the move Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and see, you can totally use a luck. I might have to, because I rolled a five. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to use a luck then. I think I should. I need to... My friends are going to die. Mm-hmm. I just want to look to you. I want to see if your luck move is something that I want to engage or not. You're the wronged, right? Mm-hmm. When you spend a luck, you find a dangerous lead on your prey. <laughs> Oh, that's very good. So when you spend a luck, you find a dangerous lead on your prey. Maybe they know you're coming or even set the lead up to lure you in. All right. So you get a 12 on this. And you are also hyper aware of this red electricity that you just saw Sarah, now Cat Ear Ari, put into Ray Ray to heal him. But now's not the time for that. Go ahead and ask your investigative mystery questions. Hold two. I'm going to throw a question combo at you. Uh, I'm going to go with what sort of creature is it and what can hurt it? 
Okay, so to answer your first question, this is something you, it is rare to find, but something you have definitely studied in your training as an FAE agent. This creature is one of pure wild magic. It's an animated spell, a sort of living hex. Hmm. Only powerful magic users and those born from magic can bring such a thing to life. This particular brand of living hex is of the Winter Court, and the colloquial name for this hex is the Brain Freeze. You know that this is a living spell that is made to infect and devour memories, to collect them and purge the host of them. You know that these living spells, these hexes, dig through memories to find whoever they are infecting's strongest point and use that power to destroy them from within. And you know that you can hurt it by luring it or tricking it somewhere where it, where the memories are weaker, where Ari is weaker and more vulnerable. Okay. I think I have to take a wild bite. Do it. I agree. Let's see what happens. Can I say, like, around the same time Sarah took hers, Ray took his? <laughs> so you don't get scared away from it? <laughs> he, def- so don't he, definitely, he definitely would not take one if he just saw Sarah take one, then turn into Ari, and then get attacked yeah. by a raccoon. There's just no... <laughs> That's there's, a good absolute, there's absolutely no reason in me doing that. I love it. <laughs> All right, so the two of you take your wild bites simultaneously. Ray, Ray, roll plus weird. Okay. That is a nine. Uh, So same as Sarah, you can go ahead and choose one benefit, and then you need to roll a d6. I will heal three harm, because I have to. Is that the only healing thing? There's a stabilize and then a heal three harm. Uh, Yeah, I will heal, so I heal four harm. Roll your d6. Please roll a four. That is a six. Oh. Oh. That's fun. Of course I get the complicated one. You go ahead and heal your three harm. Mm-hmm. And you can all see around Ray Ray's eyes and down his neck, these tiny runic scars begin to form as he heals. And a couple things happen here. Ray Ray, everything around you starts to get bigger and taller. And Seeb and Sarah, you can see Ray Ray is shrinking and beginning to look more and more like the child Ari that you met in the initial memory. <sighs> now, Ray Ray, you have all of your same stats. You are just going to minus two tough. And you look oh. like childhood Ari in a suit. Okay. You kind of look down at your body to notice that. And as you look up, you can see all around you, the infirmary is gone. And you are on the beach right outside of the Golden Goal. Seeb is there, Cat Eyes Ari, Sarah is there, and the Brain Freeze is there with you. You keep saying Cat Eyes. Is it Cat Eyes or Cat Ears? You're right. Have I been saying Cat Eyes? (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, that's really creepy. And I am childhood Ari? You are. Do I think I'm Ari? No, 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 no. You You are still Ray. You can still bite. Yeah. Yes, Ryan rolled a six, which is a... Temporary memory shift, meaning the world moves around him and changes to a new location. What does the icy Ari look like? Still the same? Yes, he does. He is 
blue, covered in this icy chitin. His hair is standing straight up with frosted tips <laughs> in the most literal sense. You can see these wounds on him from the bullet holes are frozen over. The one wound that is not frozen over is the large bite taken out of him. There is some broken chitin near his shoulder. You see this brain freeze Ari start to look around at the beach around him, almost confused that he did not move this memory on his own. I do not understand what's going on. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> In front of you, Ray Ray, childhood Ari, this brain freeze is going to start to levitate up. You can see this blue air around him start to ripple as he's just lifted off the ground and there's this cool breeze just flicking up his suit. You can feel it as you get closer to him. And he begins etching these icy runes in the air around him, just not even acknowledging you in front of him. Sarah, Raymond, I know how to stop it. Think of a time in, in Arya's life where he was the weakest. When was he the weakest uh, since you've known him? He feels pretty weak right now. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the weakest Ari, and I can't. So he was struck by lightning. Uh, the cloud was pretty weak, Ari. Was he weak, like, um... Emotionally weak, I'm thinking, or... <laughs> I'm thinking emotionally weak. Are we... Is that too deep, or do we have to go actually weak? I like the two options. I mean, you could do emotionally weak or you can do physically weak. We can just make it work. I think regardless, while they try to come up with a time, Seeb is going to begin a ritual to trap this thing in a different memory. He's just hoping the others will come up with something good enough as he does this. And how are you doing this? Um, I'm just beginning to write runes. I have always imagined that Seeb spent more time than Ari as Goodfellow's loyal enforcer, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. Um, so I think that he has learned some kind of complex, like, memory spell from Goodfellow. And so he's trying to bend that magic to fit his purposes here. So he's just sort of... I I assume this is going to be big magic, but... Oh, yeah, I was thinking we could do uh, similar to when I was doing the mirror and have about three checks to see yeah. how it goes. But I, 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 don't, I don't expect that I can start it yet just because we, we haven't decided a memory. So, mm -hmm. But I just wanted to flavor-wise get the, get the prep work started. Just writing in chalk, like into the sand, I guess, since we're at the beach. Yeah, you were at the beach, and you can kind of see onlookers at the Golden Gull start to turn their heads looking at you all. And this strange sight of this blue icicle Ari brain freeze hovering above you, writing these runes kind of in a circle around his form. Almost as if he's looking for something, he's shifting through these different runes, just paying no attention to you. I mean, the first memory I think of is when he was bleeding out in the back of Rooster's truck after the vampires. Ooh. And that was before I could heal, I think. So he tried to heal himself, and Ray Ray was trying to medic him, I think. This is when you were parked at the Costco? Yeah. Yeah, you all make a decision. We'll go there. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Oh, you know what? We could bring him back to when he was lost. Sarah, are you, are you are you good with that? I think that's a great point. When he was a lost little boy. Now I sound like a robot. <laughs> lost little boy. <laughs> Ari also kind of sounds like a robot. You're fine. <laughs> All right. What are you guys doing? I guess we're going back. Yeah, I start to form the runes to bring us back to that memory of Ari being lost. Are you using your badge? How are you doing this? I just want to know what it looks like. Or are you just because in, in a sense, you're creating a passage. OK, yeah. If you want to require that as one of the big magic. Yeah. So for big magic, you need a, uh, a foci. So we can use your badge for that, just as we've done before. And I'm just going to require a few magic rolls here. So go ahead and roll use magic plus weird. Okay. Okay. Thank God. Okay. I rolled a four, but I have plus three. So seven. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What is a glitch for you? I'll take one harm, actually. Okay. So immediately when you start to cast this magic, you start to feel a give and take here. And you notice as you place your badge on the ground and you begin drawing these runes, you notice the brain freeze is doing almost the same thing. It is now looking through the memories to try to find a place that it can shift you back to after moving to the beach. And you can feel your magic pulling against the brain freeze's magic. And it looks at you and lifts its hand in one of these runes that just turns into a small icicle form and launches at you. You're going to take your one harm as it just kind of glances past your shoulder. It's a smaller icicle than the ones he was uh, loosing before at you as he's focused on this magic. Owie. (laughs) And now we're in a little bit of a race to see who's going to do this first. You can roll another weird now, or if Sarah, Ray, if you have something that you want to do to try to help him out here in this sort of battle to change the scene. Is this an instance where I can use power of heart? Or are we not? Well, we're not really directly fighting a monster. You're using magic. You can. You can directly fight this monster if you want. If I use power of heart, I automatically just help. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if you need to help until I roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What if we feed the monster wild bites? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that might heal it. <laughs> That would require some wrangling as it's floating above you. And you are very small. Try to slow him down. I mean, if we're racing... You distract him, you can hurt him. Yeah, 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 I mean, I I guess, because I can't, like... Jump up and grab his legs. How high... Yeah, how high up is he? He's about five or six feet up. He's not, like, flying. He's just... Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to just jump and grab him. Like, grab onto him. Roll me an act under pressure. That's an eight. Yeah, so here's what's going to happen. You are going to jump up onto Brain Freeze Ari and grab his leg, pulling him down. And you see him just drop out of this circle he's made around him of these icy glyphs, just pulled down by the weight of you. You are small, but you're quite dense. This is going to give Sieb a plus one on his next weird roll as you're distracting him. But you are going to take some damage as immediately when you touch him, he just bursts with that cold energy again, and you're going to take three harm. Okay. You bring him crashing down to the sand. There's just kind of a 
puff of sand that flies up into the air and you see those glyphs in the air that he was surrounded by start to twitch and shake and fade out for moments and then pop back in. They're just kind of, they're almost desynchronized from his magic at this point. Okay. Uh, I'm going to act under pressure and try to heal. Do your thing. Um, that is a seven. Okay. Roll your heal. So. Whoop. All right. Thank God. That's a nine. So I heal two. So I'll take one heart. All right. So you start to heal up. See if you can go ahead and roll your second weird roll plus one from Ray Ray's help. And Sarah, if there's anything you would like to do, please let me know. Okay. Like braining him. Braining? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what like, is... if you like smash someone in the head with something that's braining them. Oh. Like, I thought you were talking about that horrible thing where you take your balls out and you <laughs> same. <laughs> Sorry, not that one. <laughs> you, know, you could take your balls out. You know. I would like I'm I would like to balls. Him. <laughs> I would like to brain him. Seb stops the ritual to brain him. We all take our balls out. Oh my god. This took a weird turn. <laughs> this is what it feels like, huh? I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> Don't shoot Ray. I've had enough of this Jack Frost Ari. Mm, mm. He's yeah, turned into his worst enemy. Wow, that's horrible. Great. Oh, man. <laughs> Katie's definitely dying. Um, it's a six. Cool. <laughs> Does my gun jam? What? Why would you think that? Because I don't want to hurt myself or Ray Ray, so I'm just trying to give you ideas that don't hurt either of us. Well, don't worry. It says on a miss, your ass gets kicked instead. So Yeah, that, uh, I didn't want to hurt myself either. Um, okay, so let's do this. He shoots you. <laughs> With his eyes. He takes out his He gun. takes out his ball sack. Yeah, no. ball sack wrestle. Um, <laughs> you are not used to your new height and body, and you just completely whiff the shot. You see the sand fly up next to Ray Ray and Brain Freeze Ari, who are wrestling on the ground here. And the Brain Freeze notices you doing this, and immediately sticks his hand down into the sand. And Sarah, you feel yourself sink down to waist height in the sand. And try as you might to pull yourself up, you are stuck in this sand for the time being. Steve, go ahead and roll your plus weird. Plus one. Oh, fucking shit. Okay, okay. I rolled, uh, I, I rolled another four, so another seven. <laughs> What's your glitch? I'm going to draw immediate unwelcome attention. You are able to connect more of these runes around your around your badge, almost completing this ritual. And the tide is getting a little higher now. And it's getting closer to you. The water's coming in closer. Ray Ray, it's it's brushing up against you and the brain freeze on the beach now. And see if you hear this splorch and thump and thump and you turn to see a scaly bipedal abomination that Ray Ray and Sarah know to be Aunt Genevieve mm -hmm. you hear people at the Golden Gull start to scream and run and panic 
and she charges you, Seeb. Aunt Genevieve is going to run up to you and sink her teeth into your arm, doing some amount of harm. Her bite is actually only three harm, okay, but it's armor. But it's armor breaking, so it okay. uh, it eliminates my one armor. So I am going to take two harm because I do have my harm. Re- when I take harm, I have my harm reduced by one. So she's going to do three harm to you, and because her bite is armor breaking, she is actually going to tear off the sleeve from your suit as she pulls back, just revealing your skin beneath it. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Man, if you thought last arc was full of surprise cameos. <laughs> yeah, you'd see... I mean, similar to Ari, you'd see that my skin is scarred with runic magic and things like that. And also like a tattoo that says Ari with a heart. That's weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so you are nearly complete with this spell, but you have a little bit more to contend with right now. What do you all do? Can't we go to a happier memory? <laughs> <laughs> this is a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. <laughs> Is the brain freeze going towards Seeb? No. Genevieve is with Seeb. You are with the brain freeze. Sarah is stuck waist deep in the sand. I'm going to bite the brain freeze's leg. So, childhood Ari, you sink your teeth into brain freeze Ari's leg. Go ahead and roll (laughs) kick some ass. That is plenty. That's uh, 13. Is that advanced for you? Oh, yeah, it is. I'm going to completely hold the advantage and give all hunters involved in the fight plus one forward. Nice. Cool. So how much harm do you do? Uh, That is five harm. Holy fuck, yeah. Or no, four harm, sorry. Uh, Four harm, ignore armor. You bite, and even for young Ari's small... Jaw, you make purchase, cracking through the chitin surrounding Ari's body, just shattering this ice armor. And Sarah and Seeb and even Genevieve all kind of turn at the sound of cracking and breaking as you see all of this armor fall off of Ari. And out from his eyes and his nose in this mouth, again, that blue smoke just pours out, but this time it coalesces into a shape above him. And you can see now that there is no more blue energy coming from Ari. It is all now above him, taking shape into what looks like this winged imp made of ice and smoke. You see it has wings on its back, and as it flies, there's this icy energy just pouring off of it and dissipating out into the sand below it. It has claws and these hooved feet and just a long pointed nose and a long chin and these black eyes just hovering in this mass of blue vapor. Oh. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Sarah, is there anything you'd like to do before I have Steve roll his last... How do I get unstuck? <laughs> Roll act under pressure plus one from Ray Ray. <laughs> okay. Yep, you have plus one forward. Okay. Oh, that's a 12. I do you have advanced? 
I do. I can just do what I want or I can do something extra or do what you want to absolute perfection. So this thing is just, it's not like a, it's like a vapor, right? It's not like a physical. Yes, it does not look completely tangible. <sighs> like you can see the eyes and the face, but it's shifting and changing. But the general outline is there of this impish, icy form. It's a nice method. If you've ever played D&D, it's a nice method. If I, you've played D&D with me. <laughs> what do you mean if I've ever played D&D? He was talking to the listener. Oh, okay. Um, kind of. <laughs> I should really try to stabilize myself. Can that be my something extra? I mean, you can't just stabilize yourself, but I'll give oh, you I know. the I have to roll magic on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to do that. Oh, that's not, that's not, that's real bad. <laughs> I might use a luck, because otherwise I just murdered myself. Yeah, I will, I will use a luck. I should have thought that through. I should, should have really thought that through. I should have just started firing. Okay, so, Sarah, you... With strength you didn't even know you had are just able to pop yourself up out of this hole. Now that the brain freeze is not inhabiting Ari, its spell effect seems to have weakened enough to let you burst from its grasp. And you almost reflexively just tense and tighten your muscles. And Ray Ray and Sieb, you can see this red electricity course over Cat Ears Ari's body healing their wounds around them, even healing up some of those glyph scars that were on Sarah's hands. And you heal, what, two? And stabilize? Yeah. And you're back in the fight. All right. Sabe, do you want to roll your last plus weird, plus one? Yes, yes. I'm going to, with Genevieve still clasping her teeth into my arm... I'm going to more or less ignore her, hoping that she'll disappear like Loretta disappeared when we changed, um, when we changed scenes, knowing, you know, no, hoping that I'm close to getting this magic done. But instead of using chalk, I'm going to take my hand and just swipe it through the wound that she's creating in my arm and use that blood to draw in the air the last rune that I need to draw. And I'm going to roll use magic. Plus one. All right, that is ten. You do what you set out to do. And you all see this rune of blood floating in the air and see your badge begins to float from the ground and it meets the rune. You feel just a burst of energy that shakes all of you to your core. And as you look around, see you realize Genevieve is gone. Ray, the body of Ari on the ground next to you is no longer there. And Sarah, you can see the gull fading into nothing and the ground beneath you starting to change from sand into grass. And in a moment, as you blink, you are standing in the woods of the forest in Montauk, New York, the forest where Ari was lost. You're standing in the clearing and you can see as soon as you arrive, the open passage, and you see Goodfellow standing there with young Ari. And Goodfellow looks at you, and he steps through the portal and leaves young Ari behind, alone in the woods. 
the brain freeze in a panic looks around at the three of you and begins to rush young Ari. What do you do? I think I'm still clamped onto his leg. You were clamped onto physical body Ari's leg. This thing flew out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, sorry. It's confusing. There's like six Ari's. (laughs) There's a lot going on. So it's not in the kid. It's heading towards the kid. It's rushing the kid. Yep. Yeah, I would like to try to tackle him out of the out of the sky. Let's see what happens. Roll act under pressure. Mm-hmm. That is an eight. Sure. With all of the strength your little legs can muster, Ray Ray, you sprint trying to cut off this brain freeze from inhabiting young Ari, and you dive into it. It is mostly incorporeal, so you do go through it, but you knock it off of its course enough that it stops in its tracks and it looks at you it raises one hand into the sky and begins to form this foot-long icicle in its hand planning to bring it down upon you what do you do i really don't know i don't know what i do i think i would just try to get out of the way of it or you know what i'm gonna try to run towards kid ari Mm -hmm. to what end Uh, i'm basically trying to like I'm probably going to tackle him, but not like, like, tack, you know, kind of like knock him to the ground and like kind of cover over him, you know? Kidari and Kidari. Okay. Yeah. So let's act under pressure to see if you can get out of the way of this uh, incoming icicle spike. That is a seven. Hmm. I always have so much trouble with uh, mixed successes on act under pressure. Yeah, just the big thing to keep in mind is it is a success. So they succeed at what they're yeah, doing. They, exactly. There's just some kind of drawback or complication. So you're able to roll out of the way as this brain freeze brings this icicle down into the dirt beneath you. And you make it to young Ari, but he is terrified of you. You look exactly like him and you're fighting with a monster and Ari is scared, and he's going to try to get away from you. He's going to start backing away from you, terrified. I have an idea. Tell me what your idea is, Steve. I'm, I, I'm going to try and summon a monster into this world. Okay. <laughs> I'm interested. Let's see if I succeed. I'm going to draw runes, and I'm going to try and uh, channel that I'm still connected to the creation of this memory or the channeling of this memory. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll use magic. Oh, baby. That's a 10 plus 3 is 13. Okay. Tell me what you're doing here. Yeah. I'm going to summon not the memory of Ignis, but I'm going to summon Ignis into this memory to guide young Ari. What's this look like? Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'll draw these runes in the air. And um, it sort of warbles and vibrates the air around it until you see this small blue moat of flame emerge. And I'm going I'm to say to Ignis, we're trying to help your friend. He needs you, Iggy. Go to him. Ignis instinctually knows which of these young Aries is truly Ari. And immediately flies around them, sort of spiraling around their body, trying to bring a sense of calm to Ari. And then Ignis 
quickly flies off into the woods and you see young Ari follow, sprinting behind Ignis. And you are all now left alone with this brain freeze who is shifting and, I want to say, glitching, if you know what I mean. It is quickly jolts to one side and back to another and is just losing its grasp. What's everybody do? Um, are we trying to push it through the passage? No, no, no. We're in the memory where we're trying to get it. We're trying to kill it now. Okay. It's incorporeal, so I can't really hurt it. Yeah, I can't either is the problem. I know this life. I mean, I would, I, I can try slashing at it again, but I'm... Hmm. You have a magic weapon? Yeah, the ma- the knife is magic. Yeah, so I would probably take out Stella and just try to stab her into this little fucker. We see the small Ari pull a knife from underneath the suit jacket on his back and leap towards the brain freeze. Why don't you roll kick some ass? Well. (laughs) (laughs) That is a six. Okay. I wouldn't... Have I done any... Yeah, no, I've definitely done something since I had the plus one forward. Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah can still help out. Yeah, I can. I will level up if I... (laughs) fail this, but I wouldn't mind not failing this. I'm just trying to think how I can technically help. You could shoot him. It'll at least distract him. If you don't know that it can't hurt him. It's a valid point. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, me, let me see if I help first. I don't know if that's how it works. Oh, is that not how it works? I think you're supposed to say what you want to do to help and then roll help out. Okay, well, I want to try to distract him by shooting. Okay. You rolled help out. What did you get? It's very good. I just can't math for some reason today. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's an 11. That <laughs> took a very long time. <laughs> so, Ray, you get plus one, meaning that you have a seven now, and you're both going to inflict and suffer harm. Okay. How much harm does Stella do? One harm, but it's magic. So you slice down on this brain freeze, and though your blade goes through it, and Ray, you don't feel any resistance from it, you hear this thing screech out in pain as the blade passes through its incorporeal body, and you can see an open cut in the brain freeze, still and in place. It's not oozing any blood or anything, but it cannot rematerialize in that place. And once you land Ray Ray, and it stops it screaming, you can all hear a bang. It sounds almost as if a building has crashed in the distance. The leaves on the trees shake with this sound. It's not coming from the beast, but you hear this. It's almost an explosion. It is so loud. As everybody's a little distracted by the sound, it's going to take the opportunity to bite at you again, Ray. And it's going to sink these icicle-like teeth into your body, and you're going to take three harm. Okay. You going to try to heal? Yeah, I have to. So I'll act under pressure. That's a ten to act under pressure. And now I will hopefully heal. Yes. Yes, I will heal very much. (laughs) That's a twelve. How much do you heal? So I heal three. And you can see the brain freeze take note of you healing pretty much after every time it's hit you. And it takes a look at the three of you and 
immediately starts to head off into the woods just as quick as it can. It knows that it is outnumbered here. It's going towards where Ari ran off, Kid Ari. Okay, I'm going to try to do a hold monster spell. Mm. But I dropped my dice all the way down. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to try to do a hold monster spell and I'm going to draw runes and touch the tree trunks near me and hope that the branches come down and grab this creature. Sure. Oh, shit. <laughs> Three. That's a six. Can I help you draw ruins? <laughs> Why do you always say ruins? Yeah, you do say ruins. Ruins. <laughs> I don't know. I also always say crown the same way, too. Whether I'm talking about a crayon or a crown on your head. You have drawn runes for Ari before, so that's... Yeah. Depends on if the Keeper will allow it. What do you think, Keeper Cap? Are you going to try to draw them in the air or on a tree? What is your... I was just going to follow his... What is that? What is that phrase? Follow his... Lead? Yes. <laughs> Why did I just blank? <laughs> I think I was thinking... I was confusing it with follow suit. Yes, yeah. I'm going to follow suit. Well, you're all in He's... suits and you're following yes. his lead. Yep. <laughs> He's drawing on the tree, right? He is. Okay. So yeah. you, I think, just take your finger and start to etch this rune into the tree, just kind of tracing it on the tree with your finger. Uh, are you going to use yeah. Power of Heart or help out? Power of Heart. So that's plus one, making yours a seven, Steve? Yeah. Yes. So, Steve, you see Sarah follow your lead and trace this rune on a tree, and it immediately, almost as if she was trailing gunpowder and igniting it. A flash of red lightning burns the rune into this tree. And they had started swaying before, but once Sarah finishes this rune, the trees move as if they are fully alive. And with this... Do you want me to tell you what, the, what my glitch is going to be? Oh, sure. What's your glitch? <laughs> I, would prob- I was going to go with problematic side effects, so that might give you some more ammunition to use here. Hmm. It's penis fingers all the way. (laughs) Not only the trees that are trying to catch this brain freeze are moving, it is now every tree around you. And you can see them all starting to reach their limbs towards the three of you as well. The brain Mm. freeze is trapped in a tangle of these magical vines. It tries to get through them, but with every movement, this red electricity sparks up from the vines and shocks it back into place. It's in a bramble of branches now trying to get out but just being shocked by this energy and they are all trying to grab you as well and in that moment even the trees freeze as you hear another one of these bangs these explosions from the distance the brain freeze looks in the direction they're coming from and you can see it trying to get that way but it just cannot get through the branches Hmm. ray ray sarah and see you can feel these vines and branches and roots trying to wrap your ankles and pull you back into the woods. Um, I would like to cut at these, but should I just try to cut at the vines or should I just throw Stella at them? They are not quick, so you are able to just, without having to roll an act under pressure, if you're not doing anything else, all of you can keep these vines off of you by just stepping out of them and moving, but they are all encroaching upon you. It's not, like, quickly moving. I want to make my way to the, the... thing a brain freeze sure 
you can all make your way there. These trees are just going to be pulling at your sleeves and trying to bring your coats off and pull you down into the underbrush. If Ray was heading to fight the brain freeze, I think that I would head towards the banging to try and figure out what the source of it is. Okay. Um, is, uh, Sarah, what are you going to do? Are you helping Ray or are you going with Seed? I will help Ray. So Sarah and Ray, you head towards the brain freeze trapped in the bramble and you all see Seed take off into the woods in the direction of Ignis, young Ari, and that exploding noise. I will stabby stab. I just want to make it to the thing and just try to stab. I, so there's still like a gash. Cut out of it. There is, yes, uh, a wound in it. You can see it through the bramble, and you all, as you reach this bramble, you can see it bouncing off the sides of it and this red electricity keeping it in. This might be brutal, but I want to try to stab it in the head. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll give you a plus one because it's trapped. Roll kick some ass. That's mean. You're mean. Uh, that is a 12. Uh, advanced? Yes, sir. And I think I will inflict... God, that's disappointing that I'm using my big knife with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, double harm's only two. <laughs> double harm is two. <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. You drive Stella down, cracking through some of these branches with your pure strength and the sharpness of Stella, and you pierce right through its incorporeal head. The knife, again, just passes right through it. But you hear this screech, and with its last bit of energy, it's going to release another one of its bursts of cold, doing two harm to each of you. Except me? Except you. You're not there. Yeah, yeah you're, absolutely. You're gone. Tight. Tight. Two, the two of you. Should have gone with C, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm fine. At least I healed. With that, it bursts. Its form turns completely into vapor, and all that remains after you strike it, Ray Ray is this thin blue trail of cold vapor that is now no form, no shape. You cannot see wings nor hooves, anything of the sort. There is just this blue line of vapor heading in the direction that Seed was going. It's like a continuous trail. It's not a piece moving from where you had it. It is a blue trail, almost like a scent line in an old cartoon heading in the direction that Seeb went. Mm, that can't be great. I forgot I was supposed to sound well, like Ari. <laughs> just in case, I'm going to act under pressure to heal real quick, because I wasn't going to, but I have a feeling we're not done. Uh, so that's a nine. Okay, you can heal. <clears throat> and I heal. Plus three, because that's Wonderful. a 11. And this is all going to happen fairly simultaneously here. As you stab that in and see this wisp, you hear one more cacophonous bang. And Seeb, you reach the point now where you are exiting the woods into this clearing. And you see before you this ice coffin on the ground in the middle of this field. You see young Ari sitting nearby and you see Ignis flying around this coffin and with that final bang you see the lid of it explode upward and shards of ice fly in every direction and sitting up now in this coffin you see Ari 
and you see this blue vapor heading in his direction. Sarah and Ray, are you following the vapor? Uh, if it's in the direction that Sieb went, it is. Yeah, I would go in that yeah. direction. Okay. I am unstable. I don't want to try to heal myself. Ray, Ray, can you? Can I hitch a ride? <laughs> can I? I am a child. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> I forgot. Oh yeah, where are you? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask it. <laughs> I wouldn't even ask it. I forgot he's a child. <laughs> I am very badly hurt for the fortieth time. I think all of this is going to happen simultaneously here see you see Ari sit up out of this coffin he looks at you and loosens his tie taking it off of his neck and this blue wisp it's in front of the coffin now and you can tell that it is trying with everything to reform itself with its last bit of life in it with the last bit of wild magic that it has Ray and Sarah you Exit the woods now, following this wisp, and all of you are standing here, watching Ari, watching this brain freeze. I am so sick of having other people in my fucking head. And Ari raises his hand, and in front of him you see a fey rune, and you see words in Latin appear and what is left of this brain freeze bursts in front of you in every direction, and this ice coffin around him melts to the ground, and Ari stands up and he looks at the three of you. He gestures with his hands, and Ray and Sarah, you regain your natural forms. Ray, we see you as a gator man, and Sarah, you stand... This is my boring ass self just go ahead and say yep, you stand as your boring ass <laughs> mundane self thanks man if we are quite finished here I would like everybody to get out of my head gladly man I'm I'm so glad you're okay and then I turn around thank you you all see Ari stand up and step towards you. He extends both of his arms, and in the air he writes a fey rune glowing with his light blue magic. He summons a sigil of devil magic in front of him, glowing red, and with one last flick of his hand, he summons one of the sigils, golden and bright from the disc and the doorway. They all combine in front of him, and with a burst of deep green magical energy, he plunges his hands into the ground, and you all fall through the ground and into blackness. Okay, so we're back where we started, though. Yeah, I'm not the keeper anymore. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So we're back in front of the little gnome lady's house with the truck driven into it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but the two of you wake up in this gnomish village, but the house no longer looks like there's something wrecked into it. The truck is still there hanging out of the top of this thing, 
but it now seems to be built into part like as part of the house. Oh no. Oh Jesus. With wacky gnomish engineering. Uh <laughs> it seems to be have made a nice add-on sort of bedroom. Uh slash like um oh no, it makes the truck bed sort of makes a little uh upstairs balcony for the for the for the bedroom that it crashed into. Behind you you hear a sound and when you turn around you see a passage. And through this passage you see not the swirling of energy, you actually see what's on the other side, um, albeit in the distance. You see an apple tree in an empty lot between two houses. I step through it. I follow. The passage takes you to where Ari's childhood home once stood. And as you approach, you see that at the foot of the tree is a old looking mirror with strange markings around the frame. I'm going to take a closer look if I can. Immediately you recognize that this mirror is very similar, maybe slightly different in design, but it's very similar to the one that allowed you to relive the memory of your parents fighting together. Is it broken? But this one is completely intact. I look into it. You see this lot as it once stood with a nice middle-class home. It flashes then to the scene of your birthday party at the Montauk Park. And you see Goodfellow whisper something to a small blue moat of flame. Ignis then flies away and guides young Ari off into the woods. You see a vision of a frightened young Ari Green facing off against some sort of monster that we know to be the Montauk monster. It's uh, about the size of of a mountain lion, stands on four legs. It's gnarling at this frightened young boy. We see it stricken down by Goodfellow, and then we see Goodfellow comforting young Ari. With a hand on his shoulder, he leads Ari through the passage for the first time. Then the scene changes again as Goodfellow approaches Ari's childhood home. Goodfellow looks over, he looks around to survey the scene, and then he smiles and he starts to turn and walk away as vines grow over the house and they grow larger and then there are leaves. And then it seems as if thick tree roots are grabbing the house as if they're hands made of arboreal power. And it pulls the house into the ground as it starts to shake and the house collapses in on itself and the dirt rises to fill the space where the house once stood. And the young sapling of an apple tree sprouts from the ground and begins to grow there. I do not know where you are, good fellow, but I will find you and make you pay for what you did to me and my life. And then I'm going to smash this mirror. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to smash it against the apple tree. Man, that was fun. Ian, I didn't know you had anything planned for the way out. That was great.
I didn't. I won it. 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 If it makes, I mean, I'm sure you, sure you all noticed that I winged the whole third act. So I've been thinking about that for a long time because it, you know, you're supposed to be encountering or what do you call it? Um, Yeah, my first encounter. Yeah, dealing with your first encounter. Okay, so let's do end of session experience, everybody. Yay. Woo. If it were up to me, I would I would just level you guys up, but we have to follow these rules. So I'm going to ask the first question here. Did we conclude the current mystery? I yes. have no idea. <laughs> I'm still a little confused. Well, we got from page one to the last page of my mystery, so I would say yes, we did conclude it. Yeah. I would say yeah. I mean, the mystery was how to help Ari, and we helped Ari. You did so. help Ari. Yeah. You saved Ari from a fate worse than death, but we'll get to that. So, yes, you did conclude the current mystery. Did we save somebody from certain death? Or worse, expel. Ari. Yeah. Ari and yes. everybody. Sarah Maybe and Ray. Ari. Yeah, because yes. I almost died three times. All right, we'll say yes there. Did we learn something new and important about the world? That's a loaded question. Did we? We learned a lot about the wild in terms of, like, how we went through all of the train was some of the training for the fae agents sure you did learn about uh, ray ray and sarah did certainly learn new things about the wild and magic in general and kind of how it works yeah yeah all right so yeah so that's a yeah <laughs> i think it's a yes did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters was was Ari one of the hunters <laughs> yes Ari does in fact count as one of the hunters yeah I mean, we learned a shit ton about him yeah. Yes. All right. So that's like three and a half. So everybody mark two experience. I leveled up. Does anyone have any questions for me about uh, what we just went through? I mean, it was awesome. Great mystery. Yeah, I mean, thank was... you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad that you let me do that. And I hope it was enjoyable for you and the listeners. I think that definitely helped reignite Sarah's desire to kill Helen. <laughs> to murder Helen. Jesus. <laughs> to exact your revenge. Everybody's on a revenge yes. arc now. Revenge. I don't think I'm on a revenge thing. I just... <laughs> a revenge thing? <laughs> Quest? You will be when I kill Peg. Uh, oh, no. Yes. And on that, I'm going to hand the we talking all... stick back to Ian. <laughs> we all will be. I am going to mark two new moves as his fans. Okay, which two moves? I don't know. I know help out is one. Nice. I don't want to take. I don't want to take no limits because it's dumb. Hey, Michael Sands, I I appreciate you so much, but <laughs> advanced no limits is really dumb. <laughs> we could maybe homebrew that to work out better for you if you want that to be. I mean, it's not. It's not that bad, but it's like it. All it is, it's just you get thirty more seconds to do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I think. Probably because it's like already a pretty overpowered thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe I you don't can know. hold a building up for thirty seconds instead of a few moments. I'll take protect someone. That sounds. Good. Oh yeah, protect someone. Advance is really good. If I protect a bystander on advance, they become my ally. Yeah, that shit's awesome. I have that too. Uh, Katie, you also Sarah also leveled up, right? Yes, I'm trying to find my sheet. <laughs> My old sheet. My Monster of the Week stuff oh. never leaves my desk. 
Well, see, I record in our bedroom, and Ryan records in the office, so I put my stuff in the office when we don't. What kind of stuff do you record in your bedroom? (laughs) Okay. So I could max out my tough. Could take another mundane move. Switch to another... Switch to the monstrous. Get back a luck point. Take a move from another playbook. I want to create a second hunter and be British. <laughs> That's the only character trait. I'm going to play the British playbook. That's the expert. You have to be. You can't be the expert and not be Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's true. I've read that. It says so in the playbook. I'm going to take another mundane move. God, but I just read always the victim. And that would give y'all experience anytime you protect me, which seems to happen a lot. I don't think anyone needs more experience. We don't need we don't need more experience. Yeah. I'm just I'm just talking about how I'm running out of level ups. Katie, why don't you want oops or panic button? I was just looking at panic button, but I, I, it seems very anti-pain to run away because she's always what could go wrong and in running into what about it. Oops, that's probably good for the immediate future. All right, I will I will take oops. You want me to read it? Sure. If you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper you'll find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Fun. Oops all oopses. That'll give that'll give you something to do when you feel like there's not anything to do. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that brings us to my final order of business. We just reckoned with Ari's first encounter. So we're going to change his playbook to, I don't know, uh, Cap, why don't you tell us about it? Well, first I'm going to pull up the playbooks on my screen, because that would be very helpful. And This, then... is, a, this is a big time <laughs> in a hunter's life when they get to change playbooks. Are you going to roll a die and just make it random? Because that would be yep, cool. 100%. <laughs> Ari is the divine now. Now that Ari is a little more in control of his life and his magic i am going to move over to the hex playbook wow, wow, wow. which is a little more powerful magic but also a little more uh what's the word i want to say it's very powerful magic but it can also have a backlash the hex is driven by a temptation and because of what I just witnessed, I think my temptation is going to be vengeance. Nice. Mm. To use magic to inflict disproportionate retribution on somebody mm-hmm. who wronged you. Wow. My cat's screaming at me. <laughs> Hopefully you cannot hear it, but he's excited about <laughs> me being a hex. So I think when we start the next episode, I'll kind of go over the moves I've picked. I need to look at it a little more. But yes, Ari is moving on. From the searcher into the hex. I'm really excited about this. It's super fun to change playbooks. So until next time. Thanks everybody for listening. I never want to change playbooks ever. Because you love Ray. (laughs) You love Gator. Because I love my playbook. (laughs) It's just so good. I don't know. Ray the Chosen One has a nice ring to it.
bring him back to when he was lost. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to poop. Which is, yeah, <laughs> Which is what I sound like, so it's perfect. <laughs> it feels like I'm trying to poop. God, I hate the word poop. Let's all go poop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hit me with that one again. 